it's I just like okay. to have fun on occasions. So. And that day is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Don't let me don't let me stop you. Shit. Welcome to another episode of Sorry If I Offend You. Today, we got a special somebody in the building. Michelle, talk to him. I see the, the blonde wig is coming through. Listen, we talk to me nice, don't talk to me twice. Period. We're twins. Every time we go out, we're twins. Um, it's called Legally Blonde. Listen. And that's it, okay? That shit's real. Ombre. I got the ombre. Yeah, that's it. We twinning. Fuck is you talking about? I might need a little bit of a touch up, but you know, they can't tell. You know what I do when shit like that happens? Just throw my hair to the side. And I oh, have my little bangs out. Can cover, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I just covered it up. Off, if I'm not toned up right, the roots will be orange. The top will be platinum. We just we got too much going on. So we're gonna hope um, by the end of the episode, you've had enough wine that you just rip the wig off. And we see, yeah, fuck it, rip the fucking wig off. Listen, but, we get there, you know. Michelle, I yeah. brought you in here because you know what I like to do. I like to dig into bullshit and stories because if anybody has a wildlife, it's myself. So every time I find somebody with another wildlife or should I say wild pass, I like to bring them in and put that shit out there. Cause you know what? Fuck it. It already happened. That's my outlook on everything. Who I am today. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) as we were talking, like in the beginning, it's just, you know, we, we can't get mad at our past selves for who we are now. You know, like it it takes a lot to get to where the person you want to be. So I'm very big on like personal development and all that great shit. But like, I did used to be a crazy person, you know, like at one point that Michelle Welch that the world gets was <laughs> not the one that was out here thugging at 21, 22. Like it was a whole different realm. So I yeah. feel like at 21, that wasn't my time where I was like, okay, one night stands is cool. You know, might be having five, six boyfriends doing whatever vibing. You don't really know the extent of what you're doing or where you're at until you're already there and bitch, you're young. So it's like, fuck it. Honestly, for me at 21, I was a mom already. I had my first child at 20. I was straight out of high school, high school sweetheart, thought I was gonna have everything in the world, blah, 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 and got pregnant. And the the crazy part is, what? That shit always happens. Whenever you paint a fairy tale, the shit never goes how you want it to, honestly. And the crazy part about it is like, and much love to my son's father because now we can co-parent. But like a lot of, he wasn't shit. And it wasn't because when I dated him, he wasn't, he was an amazing boyfriend. Like, you know, I really, it was after the baby. So, you know, a lot of people judge women that judge their baby fathers and they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you chose him. Yeah, but he was a good man when I chose him. Not that he's not a good, I mean, he's not a good man. Now he's a great father because that's the only realm I know him in. But I thought I made a good educated decision. He came from a great background, you know, he had great parents. But the baby, after the baby is when the bullshit started happening. I thought you were talking about the baby. I said, bitch. Hold on, don't do a tell-all now. I didn't know you was fucking him, but okay, after the baby. After the baby (laughs) that I had with him. (laughs) Yeah, just everything changed. He became a person that I didn't know. Obviously, I became a mother. I became, you know, different, more maternal. I became more bossy because I I was holding a baby. I had a baby. Mm. I was 20 years old. Like, who? I just came out of high school. I think everybody who, like... Well, you know, single mothers, I can't really preach for it because, you know, I don't have any kids. I do got a four legged baby and that bitch needs everything for me. But I'm, I've seen a lot of like single mothers or, you know, essentially, even if you have a co-parent, you're technically a single mother. As long as y'all yeah. are not in a relationship, you're a single fucking mother. And that shit's hard. They change. You change 
usually for the better. Sometimes, eh, but most of the time, I see a lot of women, they boss up after they have a kid because you're like, damn, well, if this motherfucker ain't got that it, I got to get it. Me, that And see, that's where my story gets a little crazy, you know? And so I, you know, turned 20, 19 was pregnant, 20 had a baby, and I still wanted to live my life. And granted, my parents are amazing because they stepped up and they were like, listen, you deserve to live. Because they saw they saw what type of time the situation was on. I was going to be a single mom, you know. Mm-hmm. And once again, that doesn't take anything away from my son's father because we're, we have a, an amazing relationship. Not amazing relationship. Don't let me get it that far. But we... we, we Don't get caught up. <laughs> I'm not getting caught up. We we cope in, we do what needs to be done for the baby. Right. And it took a lot. It took eight years to get to that point. And so it's like my parents, they were they're very big on, you know, their grandbabies, whatever the case may be. So my mom was like, go do you. And that is exactly what I did. I went every did grandma you. says that shit. Every grandma be like, go do you. I'm gonna take care of the kids. And I, 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 that's why but I then said when the second one came around. <laughs> when when baby number two, grandbaby number two came around, it was like all yeah. right now you're gonna have to get this little motherfucker because i changed and your diapers. My life completely changed because the person that i was when i was pregnant and had my first son is polar opposite of the person that i was when i got pregnant and had my second son to the person that is sitting here right now and i think that it's really important to acknowledge that you can have a crazy past. You can come from anything and you get to create your future. And mm-hmm. so the reason, you know, why I agreed to come on and talk to you about things that are like super personal to me is because I'm almost sure that there are tons of females that were in my position at one point or something similar or got into a situation that just you don't know how to tell people. You don't know how to talk about it. You know, how do you openly come out and say that, you know, you had a baby on somebody without people looking at you and being like judgy, right? Like that's horrible. How could you, you whore, all those things, right? But no one knows, and not saying that that the behavior is justified. It's never justified to, to, you know, take someone's trust and betray them in that way. Mm -hmm. However, we are so quick to judge without looking at what the background of the information is. We're so quick to put, you know, our opinions on people and not knowing like, you're, ta- you're, you're, you're putting your opinion on someone that don't exist no more. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like, you got to come from a space of like, I know who I am and that is all that matters to me. So I can talk about it. I can tell people what happened or I can say whatever. And it won't mean anything because I know who I am at the end of the day. I think, you know, coming from a woman that's had two motherfuckers have kids on her, I would say if I were, I'm honestly, it's a, I might go to jail type of situation for me because from my, like the way that I received the betrayal, I would basically be who your ex, like how he felt. Mm-hmm. And you would be, you know, how my ex felt. So I guess it would be a little bit different. Obviously circumstances, yeah, maybe whatever. So, but you but understand the emotion. It's I understand the emotion behind the drama of a kid being welcomed in when it really, like you didn't plan for it. And also I'm like, you know, you get pregnant, you do the thing, you have sex, whatever you do to get a baby. Um, I think your story is interesting, though, because the reason why I know you is because you date somebody that I'm very close to. And it's actually a woman. So when I first met you, I thought you was gay as shit. You know, in my mind, I'm like, if everybody who eat coochie, you know, whatever. I do the experimental like I've made out with girls. I flirted with you a few times, but I'm never eating coochie. I just can't go there. But when I met you, I was like, okay, this bitch gay. Okay, cool. We about to have fun. Then I seen you had two beautiful boys and I will mention beautiful because I really do like them. I will say 
Trey, I'll be ready to fight his ass. But other than that, you know, he's adorable. You have adorable kids. So whatever the situation may have been, how they got here, at least they motherfucking cute. Because people that, do you got know, some- Above all else- you At least you got some cute kids. Yeah, nobody <laughs> like, said my kids is ugly at all. Like at all, like cute ass fucking kids. Well, I will. Um, I can't really. I don't want to tag the kids in this, but you know what? Just know they're they're adorable. They're so great. At least you got that. At least you got some cute yeah. ass kids out of it. No matter. And I thought they're not the bad fuck. as hell. Like they, my children no. are very well behaved. They're smart. very respectful, very <laughs> smart, very polite. They take after their mother. Very much so. I will say definitely or they mothers, take after you. Did I say? <laughs> mothers <laughs> but i wanted to bring y'all here because i didn't know any of that backstory till i started talking and i was like oh bitch you got some hope facts you got what? some shit behind you that i really didn't know so i'm interested how the hell did you go from you know having your son your first son at what 20 mm -hmm. and then your next son at 25. 25 25 and then now you're with your new girl so how did you transition into that? And what brought you from like sexual fluidity? Honestly, if you, if I want to put it in that way. Um, so it is right. I never dated a female prior to my partner now. Like mm -hmm. I never, like I I'm in love. I love women. I'm in love with women. I think you can relate because women are just so beautiful. It's like right. we can create life. We can create the life that we want. I mean, you ever just seen a beautiful ass one? I mean, Nisa, I, I, I'm in love with you. I think you're so beautiful. You have an amazing wow. You always have such a great time. But that doesn't necessarily mean like I would fuck you. That doesn't necessarily right. mean any of those things. But I just, with my partner, because the thing is, is like, I've, I love men, you know, loved. I could say D because I'm probably mm -hmm. never going to not be with her. But I loved men and I love masculinity. I'm a very alpha female. So it just makes sense, right? So I met my partner at a wedding. And she took the picture of me that I have in the dress that I wore. Like she saw me trying to prop my phone up and she was like, oh, let me take your picture. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> but this was back in like 2018. I was still very much liking men. And still it, sucking dick. Listen, all of that. <laughs> so it was like, she just had this, like, she's funny as fuck. Mm -hmm. And she just has like this amazing personality and like, she's just a nurturer and she just is good for your soul. So we, we were friends, like we just like flirted and we played around. And then it was so funny because it was like, she used to always try to come over and I always be like, nah, like, I ain't on that shit. Yeah. Like, nah, no, no, no. What, what are you trying to do? No. So then one night she texted me and was like, yo, let me come through. Like, let's just hang out. So I was like, okay, bet. I was like, let me know when you're on the way. And she's like, I'm on the way. And I blocked her. I you bitch it. i, I do shit it. like that i really do yeah, i'll do shit I like that like, and i'll be like i got I'm nervous and then i was like oh my god like it's so like she wants to chill what does she really want to do like blah, blah, blah. so i blocked her and i left her blocked for like two weeks and then i unblocked her and i was like hey sorry that night my phone died whatever <laughs> gave her some some stupid excuse but at that time she was still dating somebody else so i was like whatever but then like three weeks passed and we're just texting and talking and she's like, are we gonna ever hang out? And I'm like, you know, I don't really go that way. Like, you know, I've never- I'd be faking. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I love women, but like, not like that, you know? I've never mm -hmm. dated a woman, so I don't know what that's like. So long story short, she came over and never had dick again since that day and wow was it the head out, that was it was the head and it was, it was the like, head for you i think enough, women, it was enough for me to be like <laughs> we could do this i could be right party. it's a regular thing I, women value head so much in sexual intercourse that men that don't give head 
really don't see how truthfully shit ain't gonna last or there's always going to be something else just like a lot of men say like oh if a bitch don't give head i'm gonna get it somewhere else well same bitch same i I mean my head too and i I feel like women you know we get off more essentially off head so i don't know like exactly how that would be flipped over but yeah penetration is great because obviously like that's traditional traditional Mm -hmm. sex whatever but the thing is if you're if your partner knows your body it doesn't matter like that. And, and that's what I learned in this relationship is like, you know, as you get older, sex is cool. It's great. But that chemistry, that connection is what makes sex what it is. You know, as we're mm-hmm. younger, we just we fuck because it's the thing to do. It's like mm-hmm. that's what it's there for. You know, it feels good. Let's stimulate it. But when you get older and you start thinking about like long term, like this is the same person I'm going to be sharing myself with. Like, do they know my body? Do they know like what what feels good to me? Do they know? you know, how I want to be loved on and caressed and all those things. And it's just like, whether it be man or woman, because I don't judge anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to go where it feels good. And for me, it's like, you know, I've always dated men. That's great. But this feels good. And not only does it feel, it feels fucking amazing. And uh, that like, was your revelation. In all honesty, <laughs> being really honest, like no man has ever made me come the way my current partner does. No man. I think women know coochie probably i don't know for a fact but i find that yeah like i feel like bitches no coochie so maybe that's why i don't know i just have never it's something um with me that i just i like dick like i just can't flip over but i see you try i don't but i don't i'm just not a test in the waters type of bitch and that's fine that's perfect but you know but live your life baby it took like a drunk moment and that drunk moment turned i mean we're four years later, like this September will be four years in, you know, and like, that's a long time. I mean, we weren't fully committed those full four years. So this but is still, you know, over time and four years of your but life that you've known the four, last four years. That's what we've, that's what it's been. It's mm-hmm. I've been with her. Right. So it's like, do I miss, you know, male interaction? Mm, I wouldn't say I miss that because men are fucking idiots. Like, you see a beautiful woman and like, y'all just don't, they don't get it. Like, it's weird, mm-hmm. especially, I'm, you know, I don't, the, I haven't dated somebody in Orlando, like a man in Orlando in a very long time. So it's just, I see what some people go through with these dudes and it's so like, sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so horrible. Sad, you know, cause it's like, mm-hmm. we all have options. We all have choices, you know? And that's, that's the thing for me. It's like, when you give me a choice, you know, I dated somebody that gave me the choice to know, like, listen, you're not the only woman. And my dumb ass was like, okay, like that shit, you know, because you always feel like you're gonna be able to outshine all these bitches. I know you feel like you're gonna be able to change him. It's like Like, my pussy's the best pussy. This motherfucker comes home to me every night. He hangs out with me, yeah, and that's how everybody else feels. Let 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 someone tell let a female tell you that, and she's saying that, and inside her soul is dying, crying, and hurting because at the end of the day nobody likes to feel like they're not number one nobody mm-hmm. likes to feel like they the person that they're with that that they're investing their time with got options because bitch right. if you got options why are you here right. like go be there and that's where that young mentality came from and that's how i ended up with a whole nother kid was <laughs> dealing with someone with that mentality but me also being such a broken person and being a broken female and like allowing my hurt to speak for me was tolerating something like that. Like now that I think about the shit that I tolerated when I was younger, like dealing with a man that I know was maybe not fully straight and maybe like to test the waters, 
but for fluid, me, fluid. Like, it's yeah, and it's it, listen, once again, please don't get it twisted. I don't judge anybody. You could do what you want, but you what you're not gonna do is what you want with me. And at the point that you take away my choice, at the point that you take away my option to say, this is what I want to deal with, this is what I want to be a part of, that's when you fuck up. Because like I said, I'm very kosher with everybody. You know, I don't judge anybody, but when you bring me into some shit, you got to understand like there comes consequences. And for a man to openly know that he may like men and women, not may like, but you do like men and women, Mm -hmm. and you don't vocalize that from the beginning, that's where you fuck up. And that's where you, you, it could be a definite situation of like right plan, wrong bitch, and you could die. And have you seen, sorry, have you seen, um, there's a, there was a show, I'm pretty sure they canceled it. It's like an MTV show and it was love at first sight. And they were in, um, Brittany put me onto this shit. They were in a room and I guess they talked to each other from like a, um, What's the shit that you can see like a silhouette, that type of shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that type of like wall. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So instead of seeing each other, they just talk to each other and they ask each other questions and shit like that. And then the man or the woman, whoever's on the other side that has control over it, literally says, I want to marry you. Will you marry me? So then they have like a month or 90 days to meet each other, move in with each other and get married. It's some, it's, you know That's what? Not- some Caucasian shit. I don't know who thought of that. That's some white shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing that. No. I'm like, not- what? So anyway, there were these people on there and there was a gentleman who was sexually fluid. And um, for those of you who don't have your dictionaries out, sexually fluid basically means you are okay with fucking the same sex, opposite sex, bitch, you just like to fuck. That's it. You're sexually fluid. It's all going. Um, there are no stop signs. It's just go. If you find and somebody attractive and you're like, interested. As, as unnormal as that seems to people, it's normal a whole community that that's very much normal. <laughs> no. And it's, it's a community, even a lot in, in the city that we live in that people hide it, but it's true for them. And I always believe be who you are. If that's what you like, that's what you like beyond the open. Cause if you do that shit under the rats, anything done in the dark always comes to light, especially while we're young and people are going out. And if you mixy mixy bitch shit gonna come back to you. So in the, in um, one of the episodes, this guy proposes to this girl and she's talking to him or whatever. Um, and they're not white. It's a black couple. And they seem very cultured. So he's talking to her, whatever. This is after they met each other's family. I'm pretty sure it was like the day before the wedding or some shit. And he's like, hey, so basically he admits like here and there, I've liked a man, like I fucked with a man before. It was some shit where he basically was saying like, I fucked with a man before, whatever. This bitch funny this is one of the funniest fucking arguments i've ever seen on tv oh my god this bitch goes to say you're gay like eh, you should have told me this shit like cool you got it but you should have told me this shit before i said yeah and and marry me and that is true to me i think that you have to disclose this shit if you either sucking dick getting your dick sucked kissing somebody else fucking somebody whatever the fuck you're doing you ain't got to tell me in detail whatever you got going on, but at least give me a heads up because there has to be boundaries and situations. Yeah. If like with me, I'm not, um, and, and there's nothing wrong with this. So, you know, all my people watching it, I love the gay community. I don't give a fuck. And you know that Michelle, I love the gay community. I don't give a fuck, yeah, but 
<laughs> I'm just not a part of it myself. Yeah, so okay. I'm not open to, you know, like my partner being that. And that's just how I am. So if you were to tell me that, I'd just be like, well, then boom, let's just stay cool. We say friends, do whatever you're doing, but thank you. I respect you for being real with me. And I don't got to figure that shit out under covers. Because if I find out you're gay behind closed doors or whatever, I'm going to hurt gonna your feelings and I'm going to slap the shit out. I'm going to go very, very bodiqua on your ass because bitch, you got me fucked up. You didn't tell me that. And now the way I found out is a, like, you know, you well, never know. And embarrassment. Like, it's an embarrassment. It creates that like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I didn't know something about my partner. Like what? You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to always keep me. Not, as so. a woman, as a woman, it, it you take hits to your confidence because you're like, damn like what's wrong with me you know mm-hmm. and I I'm not even gonna hold you like when the situation happened to me you know I I found out I saw whatever I saw when I was like six months pregnant oh and bitch so you was in it I, I mean it was it, it was different you know I was and it's so hard for me to verbalize because it's like damn like you know I'm a very open person you know you meet me it, Aside from what my social media shows, like people think I'm, I'm, I'm very assertive. Let's not get that twisted. I'm a, I'm a business owner. And I'm a mother first. I'm a mother first, a business owner after everything falls in line after that. So I handle my business. But when it comes to like my personal life and people knowing me on a personal level, I'm a very open person. I'm very understanding. Mm. I'm very loving, very giving. So for someone to not tell me that, to leave that little detail out. That's a big it's, ass detail. That ain't a little detail. It, yeah, it's like, <laughs> why would you hide that from me? Because right. anyone would be accepting, and I'm not, don't get it twisted. Not accepting in the sense like, yeah, we can still fuck with each other, but accepting <laughs> like, I'm not gonna go out there and tell your business to people. No, I'm not gonna I'm be tell like, people cool. that what you got going on, mm-hmm. but let, let it be known that if something happens to somebody, I'm gonna speak my truth because it's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you cannot be playing with people's lives. Because see, when my situation happened to me and I told one of my homegirls, she was like, bitch, where I got the, uh, was, was good. <laughs> Get the like, strap. <laughs> whoa, let's, let's, let's mash the brakes. She went to plan zero, that, we on that it. Serious. And I get it, you know, I, I'm, I wouldn't say like, I'm openly gay because I don't go out and be like, I'm gay. I, you know, I don't do that. You know, do I hide my relationship? No. Do I post it moderately? Yes, because at the end of the day, I still know we're in a time where people are not fully accepting of even woman on woman, you know, relationships. And it's my business. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the day, being somebody that has a name for themselves and dating someone that has a name for themselves, you can get real messy real quick. You know, people tend to have opinions and all of a sudden this person knows this and this person knows that, but it's like, don't nobody know nothing if nobody knows what's going on in your life. Right. And it's just with men, particularly black men, they feel like it's not okay to be who you are. And I get it. You know, my father is black. I, I'm, I'm African-American. So it's not accepted in our culture. You know, my parents are really, they're mad cool. Like my parents are like 50 years old, they're young. So when I brought my partner home, it was like, thank God, you finally got somebody that's treating you right. Like, mm-hmm. my here's my dad. Two kids later, she finally figures out she likes the pussy. Like, that's my <laughs> parents. So it's like, yeah, but my parents also had to watch me go through that situation. You know, I had to explain to my father not to go kill somebody <laughs> because I'm good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm. When I say I'm good, I went and I did what I needed to do to make sure that I was safe, healthy in the right place you know I that's the first thing you got to do that's another part like and if you out here fucking everybody you know you can get 
all you can get diseases from anybody so now i gotta worry about not only bitches that's doing shit i gotta worry about undercover dudes that are doing shit and a lot of times dudes that are undercover don't even know what to look for when they go to the doctor's office undercover like not being are not you need to they should though the thing is they're not educated in protecting themselves because they're too busy trying to hide what their sexuality is and it's like you get diseases from the mouth not just coochie and shit like that so if you're doing butthole or you know oral in other ways you don't know what somebody else is doing that are specific to that to that and Mm -hmm. the thing is is that when you start bringing in those conversations like oh you know the first the first thing that comes across your mind when you, you when you think of a homosexual male is aids for sure it's the, because that's what the culture has mm-hmm. movies and everything that's what culture's put in front of us so you know i try not to be that person that's like oh my god you have aids but then i have to think too i'm like yo you you know this is who you are you are around my kid you know and i don't want to think like that but you never, you don't know, like mm-hmm. as, as a mother, not knowing, and as a woman, not knowing, and all these unknowns, you start to think about everything. So imagine right. being pregnant, you know, and regardless if it was his baby, his baby or not, fuck all of that. I need that backstory. We don't worry about that. We focus that in a second, but regardless, it's like you, you took a chance with my life, right? You, you Russian roulette with my life. And I don't take that lightly because I already have, I have prior obligations. I got two kids. So that's a gift I keep giving. So we just, just, you, you can't. And then, you know, there's too many signs of when you find, it's like when you, everything that comes to light, right. You said that everything Mm -hmm. comes, what comes up must come out is what my father used to always say. And it's like, when you find one thing, you find everything. And it's just as time progressed, more secrets were coming out and it was like pivotal at that point for me to leave mm-hmm. to leave to just leave and when i left i had nothing Nisa, when i tell you when i left that relationship i was six months pre- seven months pregnant right mm-hmm. i had no car i had no job i had no place to live i had to move back with my parents and at the time my parents were in the process of moving into their new house so they were in an apartment so me and my kids were staying in a three-bedroom apartment with my parents. We had a room to ourselves. And I was by myself. I literally found a job working at like a, um, a call center, like a $10 hour job. Everybody gets black- in that call center life. <laughs> that shit's easy. And they'll, they'll hire in. anybody. Right. Big ass belly. Walked right <laughs> in, sat down. Was like, I'm just going to be here for the next five weeks because I don't, I'm pregnant and I'm about to have a baby. And I was there for five weeks. I made enough money to put some money aside for when I had Trey. Then I started working back at um, a job that I, a previous employer that I had that was a good job. And I realized at that point, like I was in the, they had a breastfeeding room. I was in the breastfeeding room because my boobs were so engorged. Mind you, I went back to work three weeks after I had my son. And I'm crying because I'm like, all this breast milk is just coming out. I don't have my baby there. It's a thing. And at the time, Trey was a preemie. He was like five or almost six weeks early. So he needed that milk. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm at work and I'm missing out on my baby, like my newborn preemie baby that needs me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this. This is not me working at a fucking call center, working, you know, the pip, the moment that hit me was when I had to go into Landon's piggy bank to buy trade diapers. 
that was the moment where I was like, this is some crackhead shit, right? <laughs> this is some other shit. This is some crazy shit that mm-hmm. I've put myself in, that I've allowed myself to endure. I said, oh, no, no, no. And two weeks later, I filed my LLC for my clean, my first cleaning business. And then that was May 12th. On July 11th, May 12th, that was about 90 days. I quit my job. I walked away. And from that day till now, I've never had another job never worked for anybody else. And so the crazy part about all these situations and um, getting pregnant with someone else's baby while you're with somebody, you know, that is a, a, a thing that I can't explain. Like that's something that I'll never be able to forgive myself for doing because not for the person, you know, I've, I've spoken to, to my ex, like we we're cordial, we're cool, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But my son is the one that's going to suffer. For sure. My child will suffer. And to know that he'll be in that space because his father lives in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I've seen him multiple times downtown and the man just doesn't care. And that's fine. You don't have to care. You it's know? weird to me. It's weird for me because, mm-hmm. you know, how can you, I, if I abandoned my child, I'd be in jail right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the so, difference between females and men yes. when it comes to taking care of your kid. And sometimes, like I said, some, you know, sometimes it's a single parent, the mother's good and not. It could be either way. And, you know, it sucks for the good guys that want to be full on parents and the women that aren't good parents. When they go into custody battles, the women usually wins it. But then you go through a good woman like yourself and then a shitty parent, like I'm going to call him a shitty parent, shitty parent, like your sperm donor. So sperm donor, he's not even a shitty parent. He's not exactly. And then, you know, you'll have those situations where the mother has no choice but to do absolutely everything. And then sometimes you can try to go through the system and get all this shit done. And it takes years. And sometimes it doesn't get approved because the the system choose picks and chooses who they want to put on child support and what they want to do. Like it's it's definitely a process that you have to think about because I like I said, I'm gonna be very honest. My first son's father is on child support. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm people, a firm believer in child support. People, people so. judge me for that. And they're like, well, you're well up. I don't so give what? a fuck. You know I don't give a fuck. We laid down care. and had this baby. The, the, the problem with society is accountability, you mm-hmm. know, and, and me and me and Britt even had this conversation of if a man tells you he doesn't want a child and you still have the child, should he have to take care of it? Yes, the fuck he should. Why? Because you don't get to dictate to me about aborting a baby you don't you don't get to make that choice about my body because when you decided to lay down with me and you decided to come inside of me and you decided to have raw sex with me and you decided for all those things to take place regardless of how you feel it is a responsibility now and it is not my job to to feed your ego and go get an abortion or not have the baby or whatever that doesn't matter and people will be like oh no, no no I said I didn't want it so why did you nut in me not Why did you have raw sex with somebody you don't want a baby a female, with? Like, yeah, that 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 leaves an open space of, well, you nutted to me so I can have your baby. No, 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 no. We were mutually having ex- sexual exchange and that happened. It, it happened. It was an accident. And now you want me to go get an abortion and you want me to do this and you want me to do all these things that with what I want from my body. And mm-hmm. that's not okay. And because they don't align with you because they don't fit your narrative, I now have to do this by myself. See, listen, that's not that's not what we're not doing that because see, at the end of the day, they didn't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. I carried him into this world. You created him with me. And equally, we are going to share that responsibility, whether that be time spent or financially, you're going to ha- you have an obligation to this child. Mm-hmm. And if you want to sit here and say, oh, you know, you've had it. 
you you said that was the father bitch that's why jesus invented the dna test <laughs> bitch and that's why they got the motherfucking facts on their ass we go right up to this clinic and test that shit I believe the same thing you do. I think any any two people, period, if you lay down and have raw sex, you know, if you're old enough to have sex, you're old enough to know that you may have a baby. If exactly. you have raw sex, you may have a baby. And if Again, you are not ready for that, for that responsibility, then you shouldn't be fucking without a condom. And you should I mean, also only be fucking somebody who you want to have a kid with then if you're going to do if you if you don't want to use a condom because you know motherfuckers is like oh condom sex is whack ah 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 okay no it's not it's, it's not, not. Whack. But condom sex is, is what it needs to be because you shouldn't have raw sex unless you're prepared to either hop your ass to that clinic if you're not ready to have the kid and y'all are mutually agreeing on it or you know if you nut inside this girl or if you're a girl and you get nutted inside and you don't believe in abortion you should not be fucking a man or a man. You should not be fucking a woman that you do not want to lay down and have a kid have with. A and if you I don't want to have a kid with them and it may happen. Okay, cool. But damn motherfucker, you supposed to be as a human being, as a person, like you said, your children did not ask to be here. You chose to bring them in the world. They chose to bring whoever their father, you know, they chose to bring them into the world by that intercourse and that nutting. You felt yourself nut, my boy. So let's not. You're supposed and, and to see that shit the, through. That's the pivotal point for me, you know? And once again, I'm very honest. I've had an abortion before, you know, like mm -hmm. I, there's women that are like, oh my God, bitch, what? I lived my life, you know? And, and it's wrong. It's wrong in your eyes, but you know what? I made the decision to not have another child right after I had my first one that I was not prepared for. Ain't and, shit wrong with what you do with your body. That's my thing. If you choose to not have a kid, if you choose to do what's best for you, then cool. Cause it's, if you, the same people who are trying to tell women like, oh, pro-life, I, I, I suck my dick because are you going to like lay down and have this kid? Are you going to fuck your body? Are you going to whatever the situation may be that you have? Because there's reasons I, people don't have abortions just for the fuck of it. They have abortions because they don't feel like they're ready. They don't want to be with that parent or they're not in the right headspace or, you know, there's a number of reasons why people have an abortion. Just, that shit is not a smooth hell. process. It is hell. Hell like, on fucking earth <laughs> dealing with somebody that you have to have that you have a kid with. Like, listen, I've been in domestic violence issues with my son's father. All the bullshit happened, Nisa, after I had my son. He the, the ass beatings, the all mm -hmm. that shit happened. You didn't find out he until afterwards. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, with my first son, all mm -hmm. of the domestic violence issues that I have with his father, they didn't happen when we were in a relationship. They happened when we were separated. And just trying to co-parent. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing for people. It's like you're you are literally attached to this person if they're opening life for life. And you know, it's like I made the point in the beginning. He wasn't a bad dude when I got pregnant. The shit happened after I had the baby. So mm -hmm. for all those people that want to judge women and you should have made a better decision, what about that decision? Mm -hmm. what, what about when the shit goes left when you guys had the baby and they weren't like that and you didn't pick up on those character flaws and you didn't see all those signs because they showed you something different and it's like that was my situation mm -hmm. and you know I was being judged so heavily for not wanting to make it work because I got pregnant in 2017 I had landed in I mean I got pregnant in 2016 had landed in 2017 at that time frame we're in 2021 now in that time frame and that was only eight years ago 
it was, you got to make it work with your kid's dad. You have to be a family. You have to get married. You have those. And I could not see myself marrying that man. Mm-hmm. I could never see myself marrying a man that would harm the mother of his child because my parents have been together for 35 years. They've been married for 29. I saw what it was for a man to love a woman properly. For Domestic violence is never love. It's never love. Never I, love. I was able to see what it was for a man to take care of his children, my father. Like, I know what that is. So seeing that in that capacity, I also had to realize, like, what I see as standard as a parent, as a father, because of what was given to me, may not be what I'm going to get from their dad. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, because people parent from the place of their capacity, what they're able to give out. And it's like, what I see as being a good father, that may not be at the capacity he can operate in. So I got to take what I can get. So imagine having to be a single mother, you know, and I don't believe in corporate jobs. What the fuck is that? Like, I need my freedom. I need to be able to do I said, hold on, bitch, now. Listen, that's <laughs> y'all. You, I don't judge nobody that has a corporate job because, bitch, you do your thing. But for me, I need freedom. If right. I want to wake up and I want to make five bands, I could do that. If I want to go sleep and I want to do- not do nothing, I could do that. If I want to be with my, my children all day, I You about to say your bitch, huh? I was going to say these badass kids. Oh. Like, they're over here fucking throwing the ball around. <laughs> God forgive me, but whatever. <laughs> this is our household. Like, shit, I don't let nobody judge me because listen, right. at the end of the day, when these two boys step outside of this house, they're going to be the most polite, well-mannered, well-behaved children that you will see. We go to Crest. We go to every, any restaurant you could think of. Trey, be with you at work. Right. But, <laughs> he be vibing. You know so. so I raise my children to a standard because mm. I, I need them to be able to be everywhere because I'm everywhere. They go through walkthroughs with me. They go to business. The photo shoots. I've seen them in the photo shoots. They're everywhere. And it's like, we need to do better. And I know we're kind of like jumping around, but we need to do better with exposing our children to what we expose ourselves to. People want to go on vacation and they leave their kids at home. Yes, I understand that there needs to be duality, but let your children experience what it is to go to Jamaica or to go to these Mm -hmm. places. And that's why my kids, they know what it is to see me hustle. They know what it is to see me bust down and clean a fucking house. They know all of that. And it's not to say, oh, because my kids will never have to get it out the mud. They will never have to work as hard as I do to get to anything. They got the blueprint in me. I did not work this hard for all that. And I damn sure I'm not gonna allow their father's father, because the other ones, he, he mm-hmm. already, the other ones. Dad. Fuck them. I'm not gonna let them put no cap on my kids. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know what, with my life and what I've gone through, you know what, I dated somebody that liked men. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird to even say, but it is what it is. You know what? They didn't give me the choice, but it's cool. I, I Me being the nosy ass person that I am. I you found like, out, but I want to know. Okay. So you said you found out within six months of you being pregnant, right? I was, uh, I found out on Christmas day going through an iPad. It's the heartbreak for me. Like I swear to God, anytime someone who does a lot for a man they always find out in the worst ways. And it's always the person who selflessly gives a lot. But what I will say is, let's rewind this six months back. Did you know that this guy wasn't the father of your child at the time before you found out he was gay? Or did you not know? And then you discovered it. I'm, I need to know that timeline. So, so how the fuck crazy. did you have a baby on him? That's so, what I want to okay. know. So the, the crazy part was, right? So this per, so my ex, he lived in Miami primarily. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he, he had his family's in Miami or whatever. And so like he left, he kept leaving to go down there and come back. Cause this is family. the one that likes guys. 
Yeah, his okay. parents like had their own shit going on in Miami, so he was always going back and forth to help them. It's Miami. Miami's and, Atlanta. Oh. Mm. And so during that time, like we weren't on good terms. Like shit wasn't great. It wasn't good. It was very confusing. Like I was not happy. He was not happy. Things just weren't we it's like when two people are not happy, but you don't want to be the one to leave. You're comfortable you're comfortable, like we live together, we have whatever, it, but it wasn't good, it wasn't healthy. Nothing about the relationship was worth staying in. Let me just make that very clear. And I hate to say it like this, but I thank God every day that the situation happened the way it did because I'm not lying to you. Hand in my fire, I won't get burned. I would not be who I am. I would not be running Six Figure Cleaning Company. I would not be who you're seeing right now, if that situation didn't happen. Because because of that, because I wanted, I wanted, I always wanted to own a cleaning business because I knew the money that was in it because my parents had one. He never supported me. He was always like, no, we got to do this, this, this. Like, how am I supposed to explain to people that you're a maid? Like, how, how does that work? Like, very much like not supportive, right? Mm -hmm. So. Very much ho shit. Like, no matter what you do, long right? as that check is coming in. And exactly, because now look it. So I <laughs> was like, I, I let that dream go for a little bit. You know, I, I kind of put it to the back burner and um, helped him do his business, helped him grow his business. And I realized after I had decided to leave, like, it wasn't that he didn't want to support what I had. It's that he didn't want to see me grow to be bigger than who I was to realize that he wasn't shit. To realize that like I'm really that girl like I'm a good one like once again all fuck shit aside like what I may have done people make mistakes whatever like it's not I'm not justifying it but it's like I was a good woman I did how did you right get thing. into that situation as a good woman though like what how did you walk into that because for me I got introduced by my mentor at the time it, it was her I person. just I just it, need to know because it's like I couldn't the really shitty part about it is the person that introduced us knew what the fuck was up. They that, knew, that, they knew the background boy. person. They okay. Knew. So it was more or less like, what kind of fucking person are you? Right, but then they probably were thinking that because you cheated on your dude with him. So it's like- I mean, I could, they could, he was cheating on me too. <laughs> no, no, for real, I feel that. But I, what I'm saying is like, Cause somebody does something, you doing something back doesn't ever justify it. And I oh, know no, you're not justifying not, what it is, but happening. yeah. But what would bring you? And I know you as a person, and I know your loyalty in all situations, just from knowing you. We may not be besties, but I could just I tell you, I could tell your heart from yeah, situations we've sure. been in. So I don't see you doing that. So when you said it, I was like, hold on, bitch. Because when, what, like, how, why? I'm a different person. Did you like, did you find out that he had cheated? Like the the you know that dude. Did you find out that he was cheating on you just randomly, not like with guys, but with girls, whatever? Did you find out he was cheating on you and you were like, "Fuck it, this new dude is cute, and I'm gonna just test the waters." So and it is what it is. It wasn't a new dude. It wasn't that I went out searching for somebody else. It was a very horrible soul attachment like they tell you that sex is energy and that that's real like you've you did you've he dick you down is that what you mean yeah uh, so, god damn it that'd be the worst it's always the ones that dick you down that are not good the for most you. like the most toxic like he the was most. Very, he was 
if if I could describe him as a person or as like an artist, like art, like an artist, let's let's okay. describe him as an artist. He would be the weekend. Okay. He was that level of toxic. The level of toxic of I was Thursday through Saturday, and the other bitch was Friday and Tuesday. Okay, I'm like, I think you got your weekdays wrong. But it's, okay. I don't know, Thursday. but all I knew was that he was my nigga from Thursday to Saturday. That's okay. what I knew. And that I was, was okay it. with that. He and kept you right there. Because that's that's where he kept me, and that's where I was okay with being. And it lasted for a while. And this is why you're in a relationship. Huh? This is why you're in a relationship with no, that. No, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting a I'm like, give me give me the breakdown. Okay. I'm confused. So when I got into a relationship with my with the with the dude, the mm-hmm. that was I stopped talking to him. Okay. It's when shit started going left and I started to feel the vibe was off, and I started like I with the dickhead. We're gonna call him dickhead and uh. So So when she was off, uh, (laughs) off, uh, I went back to dickhead. It was I went back to ex basically, and so the dickhead knew about the uh, but the uh didn't know about the dickhead obviously. Because the dickhead um, don't give a fuck. Because the dickhead is fucking everything. No, I mean he was telling me to leave the dude, not to be with him, but to just just to leave. He giving you advice, but not a solution. No, he was giving me the advice while taking me down without the solution. <laughs> so I got pregnant, but I didn't find out I was pregnant. So I got pregnant like mid-July. Didn't find out I was pregnant until October. So okay. I was a so whole, three months. I was a whole like 18, 17 weeks pregnant when I found You're out. You're small. Were you showing? Nah, I just had big ass titties. It's crazy. Did you not be like, oh my God, my titties are growing. It feels funny. So I'm going to, I'm not even going to hold you, but like I would stand in the mirror and I would be like, bitch got some titties now. I do that shit too. Don't do that. I kind of subconsciously knew I was pregnant, but I was looking in the mirror like I can't be pregnant because then that's when that anxiety kicks in and it's like, I'm pregnant. Oh my God, I'm pregnant. What am I going to do? Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. Whose baby is it? oh my God, I'm pregnant. What the fuck did I do? Because right. now I'm 17 weeks pregnant and there's nothing to do but have a baby that you're not sure what it's going to come out as. Okay, and so I, you didn't yes, know I at first? It. So, huh? Did you not know at first? No, I didn't. Because at okay. first I thought it was you know. baby mm. because that's what I thought it was. I'm like, tell me, mm, mm. And so what ended up happening was that you know I left at like seven months pregnant whatever but then we we still agreed that he would be able to come to the birth of the baby right because I didn't want to be that bitch and be rude and whatever right and I wasn't thinking like oh I you know was messing with right you weren't putting a timeline I wasn't putting five and ten together I was just like what the fuck Fuck it is six let the nigga fucking be here I don't care whatever right so that I let him be there and he was there and all this. And he was like, I want to be a family. Give the baby my name. I don't care what's going to happen. Let's make it work. And me being the damaged person that I was, I was like, yes, I'll finally have a family. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And so I was still at my parents. But for one weekend, I think I went and spent the weekend with him. And he did an at-home paternity test. Yeah. The test came back <laughs> negative. That's how we found out that the baby wasn't his. So he just randomly was like, 
that he didn't, even, the baby didn't look like him and he wanted to do it. I'm confused. No, it wasn't anything like that. It was more or less from what he had said. It was his family. They were like, before we want to meet the baby, because Michelle looks like she's a bad person. I don't fucking know, whatever. So he did it for them and they got the results they wanted. And I was so happy. I was so happy because I never in my life felt so free. I never in my life, like I was scared, but you know what? She said, I was scared, but you know what? I already have a, I already had one child. What did you say though? When that test result came back and was like, okay, this is not, when he you know, the, results, you are not the father. He, he texted shit. me the results and he was like, what did he say to me? He texted me the results and was like, so what is this? And I was like, oh, it says you're not the dad. It means you ain't the daddy. My bad. Bro. And he was like, is it true? I was like, well, you called Mari. I was like, you took the test. I didn't. I was like, if uh, that's what it is, then that's what it is. I mean, what are we going to do? You either, Are you going to be here or not? <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, you going to be the daddy or you not? Because technically. And he chose not to be. And that's cool, too. I don't give a fuck. Like, right? Right? I mean, you can't so, hold him to that only I because. Mean, I, at the end of the day, like, I'm a whole dumbass out here. Like, I done cheated and got caught. You know, not even that. That sounds horrible. You got caught but in I, the worst I, way. I, I hurt this man. Like, mm. I know that regardless of anything, and I take full accountability, like, I hurt him. Like, he cried to me. Like, a cry that I've never heard a grown man have before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I made someone hate me in the worst way. And he, you know, I let him have it. He went on social media and did his thing. I didn't acknowledge any of it. I didn't. I didn't fight with him. It was whatever because I knew that if I told my side of the story, he's gonna look crazy. Because it's like, okay, whatever. It um, it doesn't matter whatever the situation is. Let's just be honest. Let's be real. It don't matter what the fuck the situation is. If a man gets outed at all without their like without them outing themselves as that's, fucking that's, with another man. It's, it it's don't matter. Whole- it doesn't matter. They lose the case. It don't matter if you had a kid on them. It don't matter what, because all everyone you know is I thinking mean, about is, what are you doing, sir? Listen, four years later, not even to be petty, I still have the receipts because what you're not going to do is try to make me out to be this horrible person that I'm not. People make right. mistakes, you know? And granted, this is a mistake that shouldn't have been made. And once again, let's let's not get it twisted. I'm going to keep reminding y'all. I know what I did was wrong. I could take accountability. I'm not saying because of who he was or whatever that was. I should have left. The, the shit what like happens, women having babies on like it happens a lot more than we want to recognize that it does so when i see some crazy shit on twitter like men should be you know women should be required to have a paternity test at birth like i i was a a, a statistic so it's right. like you got to understand women cheat a lot like it's so, let's not um it's sad let's bring it back because baby you know, no, no, no. we, we got to be honest, because that's that's how I ended up. Bug. In the that's the thing. So many people say women are worse than men. I'm going to say I'm going to agree because the, the only difference, because I'm going to be dead ass honest. The only reason why I got caught was because I have a baby to prove it. He that's wanted to it. Call and you know what? I think women act smarter. We think before we do a lot of the times. And if we're going to do something like emotionally invested in none of the cheating that we do. Exactly. And men assume, oh, you're emotionally invested. You're not. No, men fuck with women and make them get in their feelings. And that's how you get caught up because you fuck a bitch and you tell her, oh, your pussy's fire. I want to fuck with you. I'm going to buy you this. I'm going to take you out when I'm not with my girl. My girl's annoying. 
Meanwhile, you you suck your girl's toes at night, but they're not telling you that part. They're telling the other woman shit to boast, boost their you ego. Got this crazy like, ass bitch sitting on your girl's Instagram waiting for her to drop something to be like, oh well, that, to say not- something petty. While as when females cheat, let's just be real. When females cheat, you tell the dude straight up, I got a motherfucker at home. I'm not trying to do all that. So just so you know. I got somebody at home and we could do what it do or we can just not. And most of the time men will be like, all right, cool, fuck it. Or when you have the case of multiple dudes, you'll just, you sweet talking. You just say, I'm really busy. I have a lot of shit going on. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And you just make sure you keep your little life secretive. I'm not saying I'm a cheater, y'all. So if y'all on the market, you see what I look like now. But I will say when I was younger, I, I was a little. That's the thing. Like I, used I would to, say in the past, there's been things to, that happen, and I've never gotten caught commit. up ever. I used to not be able to commit, and it was from just being in really abusive relationships. But did you and get caught like, up besides the baby? No. Oh. Key. Fuck Queen. No. Hell no. My daddy taught me better than that shit. You got me fucked so up. my daddy taught me. I just perfected Listen, that shit. I, and when I, this that shit happened, he was like, I was like, sure, <laughs> shut up. Cause me and my dad, like, how the fuck you background do that? on my dad, like my dad is like the coolest person ever. Like I've seen the, the food person. y'all cooked. I'm like, okay. I need to slide over together, to joke together. He's the first person that knew any drug I've ever done. Like he knows everything bad about me. So it's like, if that dude don't judge me, do y'all really think I give a fuck what any of y'all think? Okay. No, no. it's the, the people the you day, love. Look at who's sitting here now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a healthy woman in an amazing relationship. In I a fire ass wig. Bitch, please, because I could pull it off and I could show y'all what's up underneath this. What's shit. underneath? Because it's smooth. But it's like, no, you know, it's you got to be honest with yourself. You know, at, at one point I was very promiscuous. I was very, you know, wanting to party and, you know, live that life. And I feel like every woman goes through a phase in her life where she discovers who she truly is. And I had to go through what I went through for a reason, because now I have a story to tell and mm. I wouldn't be. Michelle Welch, the I am Michelle Welch. I would not be the the business owner. I would not be the mother. Hold on, y'all. Listen, hello. They getting comfortable. They said they laughing and shit. For real, <laughs> sit down. I'm almost done. <laughs> so it's like I wouldn't be all these things if I wasn't put into a situation to turn the pressure into a diamond. Like mm-hmm. that ass. I would not be here. I would probably be miserable. If all of this didn't happen, if there was never a fraternity test, if none of that happened, I would probably be in a relationship with that person still. I would probably be miserable as fuck, malnourished as fuck. You and look malnourished. Bitch, That's no. the word to uh, Tyler. Listen, I look amazing, okay? I am well-fed, well-cared <laughs> for, okay? And it's like, I just, I wouldn't be who I am. And it's funny because the person has reached out to me and they want to collaborate and they want to have a podcast and talk about our situation. And I'm like, no, because you don't want to talk about our situation in its entirety. You want to talk about what benefits you. And that's what you want to talk about what's going to make me look like the worst person in the world. But we're not going to talk about, you know, where you at, what broke me down to to Mm -hmm. lead to this point, to this event. Nah, so it's like at the end of the day, it's like I own who I am. You know what? I've made so many mistakes in my life. However, because I don't want to say but because but invalidates everything prior to what you said before. But however, the amount of growth that I have as a woman to be the woman that I am now, well-respected, well-connected, well-cared for, all of those things, I had to go through that. 
I had to, Lauren Hill actually had a, like her, one of her old um, speeches where she's like, you gotta be beaten. You have to be humiliated. I had to be humiliated to find out who I truly was as a person. I had to let go and become the most vulnerable person that I could be and most transparent person I could be to make my shit work for me. Like when I started my business, I was scared as hell. I was scared to, to tell people I was a single mom. I grew up in a space of marriage, household, uh, community. You know, and all the regular parents, shit. Yeah, my parents owned daycares. They, their majority of their children were state funded. So they, I, we had all of Ivy Lane, Pine Hills, you know, Silver Stars, finest children. And I saw firsthand what single mothers went through. So I knew that that's not what I wanted to be, but I ended up just like what I grew up in. The environment mm. that I was in was women having babies on men and having multiple children by different men. I became that. And I had to sit down with myself and say, everything you said you never were gonna be is what you're turning out to become. What are you gonna do to make that change? And it's like, I, I didn't need it. Like, I wish it didn't happen that way. I wish God would have just like hit me in the head with a rock or something and been like, you got- Just do a red flag. Right, like sis, this way, but not, nah, but Trey saved my life. Like people be like, oh, my kids saved me. Landon, Landon made me realize a lot about myself. Trey saved, like when I say Trey saved my life, like I didn't- It was a straw that broke the camel's back. Bitch, I didn't want to be here no more. And I was like, you know what? Landon got other family. I was thinking in that way. Landon got other family. Like, he got his dad. He'll be straight. Like, he'll be okay. But like me, like, I can't do this. Like, this is too much. And it's like, people forget that how much it takes to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And not only to be a mom, and it makes me emotional because I see so many mothers that didn't have the support that I had to become who I am today. And I, I mean, even now, like, I do a lot of it on my own, but if I didn't have Brittany, I don't know what I would be. Like, it takes so much to raise children, raise businesses, to be a woman of power. I get judged constantly. So it's like, imagine this coming out. Oh my God, Michelle Welch had a baby on somebody. Oh my God. Yeah, bitch, I did. And it catapulted me into the best fucking years of my life. Sometimes the worst thing that you can do in the world can be the best move you've ever made. It sounds funny, I but it God is true. Like you, you literally, you don't know until you're stuck in it. That's why they say every time you get knocked down, you got to keep getting back up because that last time you get back up, you may fucking start running it. You just have to believe in yourself to get yourself back up and to be where you're supposed to be. I've been through not, you know, my my story is not the exact same, but I've been through a lot of shitty situations. And I was at a point when I was in college, I went through a lot of bullshit. And it was always like, okay, I'd go through like four months of negative, negative, negative. And I started to look at it like, what am I doing to feed the negativity? And exactly. the only time I started being able to make my life more positive, and even still to this day, when I go through a lot of negative shit, I have to sit back, evaluate, what am I doing to allow the negativity exactly. into my life? What am I doing to change that? Or what the fuck outlook do I have? Like you, you didn't, you know, you were going through whatever you went through, but you had to get up and stop playing that victim. That's a big thing. Motherfuckers got to You got to stop playing the victim and start playing the motherfucking villain. If you have to, shit. but you got to like, get right. I had a baby on him. Nobody's going to love me. I got so what? different that bitch. Fuck all of that. You know, somebody going to love it. It's not only that it's like, at the end of the day, if you don't got your shit together, none of that shit matters. Right. None of it matters. It don't matter 
who you look good for like I'm you like, cannot you cannot date you cannot move forward with your life you cannot be a boss you can't do none of that until you unpack your shit i had to sit with i have a reminder a constant and i love if you know me personally you know how much i love my children yeah, my, life you all the time. Built, my life is built around my boys mm-hmm. and it's like i have a constant reminder of one of the biggest incidents that i've did in my life that was negative i have a child right so i have to live with that i have to live with the fact that you know what my son may never meet his real father because his dad doesn't want anything to do with him i have to live with the fact that i chose this path for my child so it's like it's already enough that the world beats me up about what i did but my my own conscience i cry almost every other day every like father's day is like the worst you know and i have to not only that like i have a child that has an active father and a child that doesn't and I have a child that's nine years old and one that's four. So but it's like, I have a child that comes them. home from his dad's and he's like, hey, I just came from my dad's and I have another one looking at me like, well, where's my dad? It's always key though in those situations because I come from, you know, essentially what we call a broken home. Um, I have a father figure who raised me, but he's not my biological father, but no one can tell me that because I call him my dad. You don't... Um, and, you know, I think that's how, you know, Trey looks at Brittany, but you don't, you can't force that on a child. A child has to feel that. So your job is to honestly just make sure your child feel love, feels loved at all times, because I go through that. Like when Father's Day comes around, I know who my dad is cool, whatever, but he's not prevalent. He doesn't want to be, but I also have, you know, the other father figures in my life that do that for me, but it's really important. And my mother always made it important to me that I was loved by her. If it wasn't anybody else, I'm it was her. Like yeah. we fight like a motherfucker. But one thing my mom will show me at all times, and I know you do too. Girl, these boys. You just show them that you love them. Like <laughs> fuck what anybody else is talking about. And anybody listening to this who has an opinion on it, I really hope that you sat back and, and digested the conversation because it doesn't matter who you were in the past. It matters who you are today. No matter what the fuck you've been through, no matter what the fuck you love. Your whole facts, your true facts, whatever the fuck it is, it really Listen, doesn't matter. It matters the, the person day, you are right here and now. Yeah, at the end of the day, let, let's just be let, let's be honest. Because I at the end of the day, nonetheless, okay, I can slide my fucking credentials across the table. You know, when I was this happened when I was 24, 25 years old. I am 29 years old. Okay. Mm. I have a home. I have an I have established businesses. Let's not forget the S's because there's a couple of them. With the S, I, not just I, a business. I, yeah, businesses, I've made a name for myself of being a woman of power, of encouragement, of of knowledge. Like I've created that lane for me. I create everything that I am, I've created for myself. This is my reality. So it's like, yes, that's who I was, but I don't even know that girl no more. I don't know who she is, but you know what? She pays homage to me. Like I can appreciate what I was, but I don't know her. So if you were in that season of my life and you don't know me now, Get to know, you know me. me. Right. Get, get to know get you. To know it's... who I am now because I'm like, I'm a, a lot of, I tell people all the time, if you would have met me when I had hair, when I had long, <laughs> so when hair, my shit was long, listen, I had long, luscious hair. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was a man eater. I did not give a fuck. I was going to run your pockets, run your heart and run you out the door. And you would never be able to talk to me again because that's the mentality I had from the way that men treated me or mm-hmm. how I allowed myself to be treated. Now, 
no, no, no. People don't bring bullshit to me because I present myself in a way that I don't accept that type of shit. Now, the way that, you know, judgment, boundaries, expectations. I am a person of class. I'm a person that I hold myself to a, a certain standard now because I know what it was to be that girl that was partying, you know, d d experimenting, doing whatever, not giving a fuck about life. But now my life is so abundantly blessed. I have so much to be grateful for that I have to pay respect to who I once was. Because once again, if I didn't, if, if I didn't have Trey, I wouldn't, I don't honestly, honest to God, not even to be sentimental. I don't think I would be alive today. I don't because life is, life got to me that bad. It was hard experiencing being a single mom, you know, and it makes me emotional. And I'm sorry if I cry because bitch, you have me drinking. No, you got, I know I said, bitch, I'm, on my, I'm, all, I'm already there. Imagine just for people that don't understand what it is to be a single mom, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine working 18 hours a day and then having to come home and try to wake your kids up because you haven't seen them and you haven't spent time with them. And you don't even know like what the babysitter gave them to eat. You don't know if they got tucked in properly. You don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's like for so many years, I didn't know because I had to work 18, 20 hour days, 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 like crazy shit. I, I commend you as a single mother and you know even my mother is a mother of five like I commend y'all I couldn't I personally you know like I said I got a four-legged baby but I commend y'all truly all single mothers and I always have been like this it's a it's a high respect a single parent let's not just say single mothers because there are men that do it too single single parents I commend y'all because there's things like that you have to work to get shit done you have to leave the person you were behind and you be a new person and you got to keep working and you can't you have no room to really feel sad until your kids are at an age where you can feel that way because I'm sure you know you had to get it out the mud until your kids were at least you know obviously they're five years difference I think three three almost five yeah, years almost five years different you had to wait to be able to feel your real emotions because you had to make sure they were okay and they were happy at all times. Yeah, so that sucks your, as a person. Shit don't matter. So wait, right. Your shit don't matter. Like that's what postpartum depression, depression in general, like, you know, not for nothing. Once again, we're having a very transparent conversation. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in January. And it's like stomach that being right. diagnosed with a, a mental illness. Because it's it's like thinking of that, it's like, what the fuck else can we add to the list of shit that's wrong with me, right? So it's but like, you can't even feel that. Like you, can't, you have you, I don't get to process emotions the way normal people do. I don't get right. to process heartbreak the way a normal person. I don't get to sit and cry and be depressed. I got two two little boys looking at their world. I'm their world, right? They they see me for everything, for water, for nutrients, for I could be in a house with my parents, with Brit, with everybody. And they will still come to me for anything that they need because I am their source. Mm. I am the source of two other human beings, right? Like, just think about that. I, I can't make decisions on based off of what I want. My, my life is not lived for me anymore. And as a mother, as a single mother, like, and pe other people, like, you got to understand, like, it's not the same. Once you decide to have a child, you know, people are like, oh, you can still, yes, I live my best life, but with my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what life is like with not being a mom. I was a mom at the age of 20. So I've gone, my, my youngest son 
Landon, that's my dog. Like your oldest son. I mean, my oldest son. He's over here talking like, yeah, I'm not your youngest son. My oldest. <laughs> hey, son. He's even saying that. So hold on now. My oldest son, Landon. Like that's my my dog. Like that's my rider. Like we grew up together. And when I, people look at me weird when I say that, I'm like, because I was just a baby having a baby. I, I was straight that's out of- That's a lot of the times. And people make these false narratives of what it is. And that's exactly why I also wanted to talk to you and bring you on because I don't see you as that. I don't know you as, you know, your, your whole facts. I don't know you as that shit. I just, I wanted to hear and I wanted to sit back and, and understand how you grew as a person because people really do grow as as a person. They really do. Like, yeah, I know people thought I was going to come on this bitch and we was going to talk whole facts and it was going to be that. No, it's whole facts that turn into a real ass woman. So. And it's like, I, I can honestly say that um, all those things that I went to taught me loyalty. It taught me how to, how to let go. When it's time to let go, you let go. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's any worse feeling. You know, I've had my little heart broken many of times, you know, but I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm a lover. I'm a lover. I'm going to always I'm a cancer. You know that. Listen, I'm see, I'm a Gemini. So I'm kind of crazy. It's, but it's that you're a Gemini, which is honestly the best and worst. The, my ex as a Gemini is actually one of the people who had a baby on me. So y'all twins, but you guys are the, well, from my experience, the best and worst. Yes. Like, you know, you go through things. Love the where, hardest, but where we have the most aggressive attitude, it's it's literally. And if you're indecisive about something, you will act on both things. You yeah. will test out the waters of what it is. And it's like, sometimes that hurts other people. I'll tell you. And, and you don't and realize. Exactly. And that was for me, I've never made a grown man cry before. I made my father cry because he was in the room when I had my first son. Yeah, but that's your daddy. That's different. He the umbilical cord. So he, he cried. But... To have someone cry over the hurt that I gave them from my actions, it was different. It was different because I'm, you got to, to be with me, you got to speak to my love language. I am a person of affirmation. I need to know, I need to hear that you love me. Not only that, I need to physically touch you. It's a Gemini thing because you got, it's somebody got to stroke your ego in some type of way or like make you feel good. It's crazy. If you're not making me feel good, then I start to think of, they don't like me. I can't do. Oh, this. you got other other options. I, yeah. See, for me though, I, I don't fucked up enough. I don't need <laughs> other options. Like I, that situation made it very easy for any. I mean, well, Brit is like my everything, so hey, she ain't going nowhere, and I'm not going nowhere. But I would never do her like that. I would never. I would never hurt her in that way because I love and I cherish her as a person. Like. I had to stop loving people for what they could do for me and love them for who they are. I was stuck in a space of what that man could do for me. And he knew I was a good one and he knew I was going to get away because he wasn't prepared to handle my, my transfer of energy, like going mm. woman, You're woman up, essentially. Leveling up. yeah, right. essentially leveling up. So it was like, he was trying to keep me in a box. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not a box bitch. Like I'm you not can't keep a motherfucker in a box if they not meant for it. No, yeah, let him shine I, I have a voice. I, I know how my voice works. I can speak. I I captivate people. I have a lot of knowledge. And the thing is, it's like, you can't be with someone that wants to be you. You can't be friends with somebody that wants Literally. to be you. Literally. Like, I know I'm a dope ass person. Like, you could give me a business idea or a concept and I can monetize off of it. Like, I can mm. show you how to make money. Like, I have a gift. And 
people find that intimidating. I'm an intimidating person. And it's like my assertiveness, the fact that I don't play, the fact of way I, how I carry myself. Like a lot of people that once knew me back then, 2015, Michelle, they wouldn't be able to touch who I am today. They would never mm. even have an opportunity with me because I, I dated at a level of like hating myself. Now, someone could be like, oh my God, you're a hoe because you had a baby on someone. Not a fucking hoe. I've been in a loyal relationship for how many years? I had a moment in time. It did not define me. It actually made me who I am today. I wouldn't say made me because I'm not going to give that nigga that much credit. No, 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 no. Mm. But it made me realize the type of woman I want to be. I want to be a woman of loyalty. I want to be a mm. woman that people can trust. I want to be a woman that you can talk to me and feel safe. That's why I connected with you so well, even before you knew who I was as a person. I mean, literally the topic came up when you D- I DM'd you some shit and I was like, I want to be on your show. We can talk about the fact that I had a baby on somebody. Right, and I was like, what? bitch, period. Let's hop on this bitch and talk about it. It's a, with me and just in general and with people that think alike, similar to you and I, you know that the person you were two years ago or last year or last fucking week could be a different person than you are today. It's all about growth and movement. And if you're not with the growth and you're not with the movement, baby, you get left back in whatever the fuck time lane that you're in. And when you try to hop back into my life and it'd be whatever, I'm a whole new bitch. And it don't matter what you say, what anyone else says, it matters what I think about myself and how I carry myself and what I want to move forward and do. So whatever I've done in my past, and that's why I, I put myself out as this whatever I want to say is whatever the fuck I'm going to say. And either you like it, you rock with it, or you motherfucking don't. And that's exactly why my podcast is sorry if I offend you because Listen, bitch, I wear that, cut I wear that, that shit off if you want to, but everywhere. we going to keep it rocking. Like, I don't give a fuck. Cause at the end of the day, Nisa, you already know who the fuck is paying my bills. Not you. you. Like, like I think what I got going on, I take mm-hmm. care of me. Like everything that I built, people be like, Oh, you can't be self-made bitch. I'm self-made. I'm so why because the money that I put up for my business was not no nigga it was not no no nothing it was from me working it was everything that I've built that you can see that I've built everything I have I did me I didn't I didn't get nothing fell into my lap nothing came about I had to learn how to fucking clean toilets the right way and I had to learn how to do it in a way that I could do multiple at a time and then I learned how to teach people how to do it and that's how I became who I am like I created my own reality from hurt. You know, they mm-hmm. say that, you know, hurt drives the the shit. It like, does oh, though. Like whenever I get hurt, I work the hardest. I sit back and I realize what I need to do. And even if that's hurt from a friend, from family, from a relationship, whatever it is, when I feel hurt and my soul feels crushed, what I do is work on myself so I can feel better about myself. I get to the money, baby. So it doesn't really matter what anybody else says or how anybody else feels about me because I'm going to make sure I'm okay at the end of the day. And that's honestly what's key is making sure you're okay. It doesn't matter who you were two years ago, a year ago, a week ago, an hour ago, as long as you make sure you're okay, as long as you believe in yourself and you're happy with who you are, that's really all you're going to live for. So you have to be unapologetically yourself. So Michelle, thank you for coming in and being unapologetically yourself and sharing us your truth with everything. I definitely want you to tie us into your business so that motherfuckers who, and you know, they don't know how to clean their toilet right. And they don't know how to do their shit right. So get them right. Listen, okay. So 
I know that we got to go, but I'm going to just run you guys down on who Michelle Welch is today. I Tell am us. I have a nine-year-old mother. I have an amazing family. I have a beautiful girlfriend that takes very good care of me and, our, and my children, our children. Um, I own multiple businesses. I have a, a commercial and residential cleaning company here in Orlando. I've had it for four years now and we take care of service everything. I'm also a, a business coach and strategic planning um, consultant. So I can literally take businesses that are stuck at six figures, take them to seven figures, people with their business processes in place, business foundation. I handle all of those things. Not only that, I also am a operations manager for Up Next Live, which is a concert series. We bring out artists. We brought out Rod Wave, Tusi, uh, Doja Cat, tons of They've other They've done artists. a number of things. She's done a number of things all around. So I do everything, Everything, right? honestly. So imagine there's people who you don't even know their backstory that they become these Honestly, when you look at someone and you see where they're at right now, you don't know what their story is. I like to dig back and see what people's story are because there's people like you. You wear a million one hats and you're successful. And I would have never imagined that your past would have been what it is, but it doesn't define you. Your future, I think your current and your future defines you more than your past does. Of course, of course, because listen, we only look forward. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna still be a badass milk. I'm going to still Period. be gay as fuck with my girlfriend. I'm going to still be living life. <laughs> She's like, gay as fuck. We eating coochie around here. Businesses, eating the cooch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, this, this is who I am. You know, aside from what y'all see on social media, for the people that actually know me, like, I'm cool as shit. But don't fucking play with me and don't play with my business. Don't play with my girl. Like, at the end of the day, don't play with my kids. We straight, okay? And don't judge me. Cause I don't give a fuck anyway. But at the end of the day, you got to pass too. And just because I'm confident enough to speak on mine doesn't mean you get to speak on me. It's the worst when you try to push somebody who's confident about their past because they know what the fuck their present and their future is going to be because you cannot hurt them. All you can do is give them a little juice because when they find something about you, the person who talks about somebody else's past is a person who's ashamed of their own current, their own past and their own future that they don't know shit about. So you know what we say? Fuck them. And Michelle, how do people reach you? You can reach me at I am Michelle Welch at... um she's like goddamn uh 47 you got the wine uh okay. instagram i am michelle welch i am michelle welch on instagram just find me there because that's i'm gonna tag her too so you can tag me it's all right it's fine and at the end of the day like yes i had a messy pass but listen if you're trying to if you're trying to really level up and grow yourself grow business really get your shit together call me i got Fuck you. with her talk to somebody who knows their shit who knows what their past is and knows what the fuck their future brings 